We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's May 8th, it's 2023. We have eight baseball games to talk about here on May 8th. Joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. Chief, hope you had a fantastic weekend, my friend. Yeah, weekend was okay. Um, You know, my... uh, my family was out of town this weekend. My son had a basketball tournament. Come to find out he was the MVP of the last game, and I had to find out about it on social media because, uh, you know, I guess they got in the car. And I said, well, when he got home, I said, why did I have to find out you were the MVP of the game on social media? He said, well, we lost the game. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but all in all, good weekend. Um Hopefully, I'm not going to say anything. Got a little sweat going. Hopefully, I can close out the weekend with a nice couple of bangers. I had a couple live right now uh, with with a couple of legs left. So, hopefully, I can close it out, and then we'll be back on to it, you know, for the for the next week. Yeah, man. Um, you you know you're raising your your kid right when he's like, I don't care. I want MVP. We lost. Um, that that is how you know that you're raising him right and people may disagree that's fine i mean i personally want my kid to be more about hey what is my team doing instead of hey what did i do personally Uh, because at the end of the day he's going to grow so much more from what his team is doing and helping his team And, and i mean like being mvp um 
you know, is he's obviously trying to help his team, but I mean, like being more involved as like a team player than like an individual player. So, hey, again, some people might disagree, but that's how I feel. So I think you're doing a you're doing a fantastic job, my friend. Um, I'm glad that he had a good tournament overall. Sounded like he was having some fun and um, yeah. sounded like uh, Mr. Chief had some fun sitting at home. Uh, watching sports so that that never that never stinks <laughs> well i i did uh and in fact stevie I, I, we did kind of talk about this i think what friday but i i thought i was going to maybe go out i did absolutely nothing like i didn't leave the house i walked outside like once i just enjoyed the peace and quiet and i missed them a whole lot but you know that's a part of it too. So they're back now. Glad they're back safe. And uh, yeah, man. Good I will times. say, I will say, we had um, all kinds of sports going, and these two basketball games that we've had today have been just absolutely fantastic. Um, Phoenix making a run here at Denver um, to try to, you know, tie that series up at two to two. The Philadelphia trying to give the game to Boston earlier today and Boston just kind of falling short in overtime. Like we've had some fantastic basketball games. Um, Paul Goldschmidt hit three absolute bombs um, in that game. So it made me feel a little bit better about, you know, giving you some jelly beans um, with Matt Boyd on Friday, but um, it's all fun and we're trying to have some fun here. So we got eight baseball games to talk about. What's up, YouTube? Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us here on um, Sunday night. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. We are three people away from 500. Uh, appreciate your all support. And um, tell your friends to subscribe. I don't care if they listen or not. And yes, heck of a race today. And yes, I'm very tilted about my lineups. I'm not going to get into it. Um that's all I'm going to say. We get started here with Oakland at New York. I do not have odds pulled up. I pulled up every other tab except for scores and odds to look at um, lines for this game. So two seconds. All right, there it is. We got Oakland, Yankees, eight total. Yankees, a 225 favorite. We got Cortez against Sears. Um, any interest here in J.P. Sears going up against New York? Um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be on the Sears train today. Just not, you know, I know New York's not still full strength, but, um, and Sears has pitched okay. Like, so I don't like for, for where he is, I think in his career and just kind of developing, but this, this is, this does not feel like a JP Sears day for me. Um, so he's going to get left on the shelf once again, like, you know, 25% K rate on the season, 6% walk rate, extra bit 5.1. He'll probably get some strikeouts, um, but I also think he'll give up some runs. So, once again, I, I think Sears is going to gonna sit on the shelf. I know his price isn't through the roof. Like, he's fairly affordable, but I just, at, in Yankee Stadium today, I, I think I'm going to let him go. Yeah, I mean, his XFIP suggesting that – you know, he's kind of pitching right where his ERA is at. You know, he's generating some swinging strikes, but he's also giving up a ton of fly balls. This game's in Yankee Stadium. Um, Judge will be back, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. They got batter back, I think, Friday? Was it yeah. Thursday or Friday? So, I mean, that adds – He played another... well today or the, in the previous game, too. 
Yeah, I mean, it adds another right-handed bat into this lineup. Um, so lineup's getting tougher against left-handed pitching. You know, they're going to have Torres, LeMahieu, batter. Um, I'm missing people in my head, but th- it's a tougher lineup. I-, I mean, really against any, you know, pitcher. So I think this is a spot I put Sears um, on the shelf. And then I think Nestor Cortez might get the shelf for me today too, Will. Um he has been struggling this season. He comes into this game with a 5.7 xFIP. He has not pitched well. He just gave up seven earned runs to Texas. And as bad as Oakland is against right-handed pitching, this lineup is very decent against left-handed pitching. You know, we've talked about it a lot. They're top 10 in WRC+. Plus. They're top 10 in a couple different stats. So, if Cortez is going to get some love today because he's getting Oakland, I mean, this might be a spot where I'm on Oakland bats on the road in Yankee Stadium and kind of going against the field. Yeah, for sure. Listen, I'm with you. We're going to agree on Cortez today. I'm not playing Cortez. Here's what I will say, Stevie, which is interesting about this whole scenario to me. Texas is actually worse against left-handed pitching so far this season, and Cortez still couldn't pitch around that. Like, I'm t- like even Marcus Simeon, his K rates against lefties this season has been astronomical for for where he is generally, and Cortez just caught a beat down. I just I I'm not playing Cortez today against Oakland. Um, I so here's what I will say, and this, and this is so crazy, Stevie. If I had to choose between the two, I'd take the discount and play Sears for what it's worth. If that makes any sense, because essentially they're the same pitcher right now. I I, I can't do it. I wouldn't play either one of them. I'd take the over eight. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Obviously, I'm not playing either one. But I'm saying if you were like, oh, you got to play one, I just take the discount and play Sears. Not playing either one for what it's worth, though, guys. Don't be confused here. This is yeah. not some jelly bean play we're talking about. We're not playing either one of these guys. Yeah, I'm not losing any jelly beans to you today. I'm not in the mood. Um <laughs> I had a long Sunday. I had a long weekend. I, I, I had a long it. weekend. I am yeah. I'm here because I enjoy baseball and I'm enjoy um helping people out and I enjoy the morning grind listeners. Um I do I'm this just here so I don't this, get fined. That's what I was thinking in the back <laughs> of my head. Um Oakland bats. Ooh. You know, we all everyone knows. People have already like started saying in YouTube chat. They already know that Brent um, Roker is going to be one of my favorite hitters today. Um, I, I mean, I like this spot a lot for him on the road in Yankee Stadium, big ballpark upgrade. He's just keep he keeps hitting. And, you know, we are seeing these sites not really raise his price. Um, so I think this is a phenomenal spot for him. And I mean, I'm just I'm going to keep doing it. He's he's now forty two hundred for what it's worth on FanDuel. That is a little bit tougher than. I think he's 39 on drafting. So um, I think this is a spot I'm definitely looking at Oakland overall. Um, Jesus Aguilar is here. Oriano's here. Ruiz is should hit leadoff, low strikeouts, good Woba against left-handed pitching. Um, if you want like a, a tournament play, Jordan Diaz is someone that's shown a pretty high fly ball rate. Um, and Cortez is a guy that tends to give up a lot of fly balls. So, I mean, you can even target the ground ball hitters here in this spot. So, I mean, this is a spot I'm definitely going to be looking at Oakland, whether it's like a full five-man or a three-man or even going 4-4. Um, I think that this is a great spot for Oakland. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, ISO's there. And some of the guys, like their K rates are much lower. So I'm, I'm with you. Uh, you know, Rooker, Aguilar. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's a good overall spot for Oakland. I think if I don't full stack them, like Rooker and, and, and Jesus Aguilar will for sure be some one-off plays. And I just I guess I hope they don't get too popular. It is eight games. They may pick up some steam. We'll see. I still don't think people are going to rush to play Oakland because they don't have the name value. And people feel like Oakland State. So I think we're still okay getting Rooker and, and Aguilar exposure at, at, fit, at lower ownership than where everybody else is going to be on this slate. Yeah, I mean, overall, um, with this being Cortez on the mound and how good he was last year, I, I think that Oakland's ownership stays down, but we'll see. Um, as far as the Yankees bats go, you know, we talked about batter. He's he's pretty cheap. Um on both sides here. So I think batter is someone to look at. Um, I don't know. They've been hitting him. What? Like fifth, right? Yeah. I thought, yeah. yeah. So he, order. Yep. yeah. I mean, so at his price, fifth is a, is a solid spot here. So, I mean, the righties, I want the righties in the spot. Seer. Um, he's a guy that I definitely want to target right-handed bats against. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, when I look at this Yankee team, like you talked about, Stevie, and somebody I've been on like all season, like I've been playing a lot of Glaber Torres. Like he's been fantastic this season. So he's for sure on the list. Um, I do think the Yankees will pick up steam um, as the day goes on. So I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, I like uh, uh, even DJ LeMahieu. Like he's been – not great this season, but I'm saying in a stack where he's fairly cheap overall, uh, he's someone I, I just kind of plug in. Like, I wouldn't one-off him. I will say this. I would one-off Glaber Torres today for what it's worth. Like, he's a home run candidate in my book. Uh, DJ only in stacks, uh, in my humble opinion. Uh, we've got Volpe, who's been leading off. Perhaps he can get on and steal a couple bases. And, uh, you know, I'm with you on Bader. I, I like him a ton. People don't understand me, man. I know it's Bader, but it's more fun to say batter because when he's bad, then I can just be like, yeah, he was just a bad hitter that day. <laughs> gotcha. <Dude>. Uh, <laughs> Chicago. Man, I'm in a mood today, man. Um, we talked off air, but yeah, I'm in a mood today. We got the White Sox and I almost said the Chiefs. <laughs> I was I was on um I was on XM with um beer earlier and we talked a lot of football. I almost said the Chiefs, but it's the Kansas City Royals and yes. the White Sox. It's eight and a half total, and the White Sox are a one thirty four favorite. So we got Granky and C's, and the White Sox are only a one thirty four favorite. You want to know how the White Sox season's going? I think I just summed it up for them. Um Dylan sees 9,700 getting one of the worst offenses in baseball. Will, if there was ever a spot for Dylan sees to go get right, I think this is the spot. I, I want it to be the spot. I want it to be the spot. He goes out and dominates. Um, gosh, man, you don't get many better matchups at this price point than sees getting this Kansas city team. Let, let me say this, Stevie. I promise I'm not bringing it up because of the, DraftKings debacle today. So let's so don't don't think that. But the value we're getting with him on FanDuel today is incredible at 9100. Like like even on DraftKings at 9700 like like that's great. But like Cease at 9100 for a guy that's got 
he's got at least a 50 point ceiling here in this spot if if things went well, right? Like he could if he could get through six, if he gets through six innings clean, he's probably picked up eight to ten strikeouts, in my opinion. Wouldn't you? I think that's that's fair. Wouldn't you think eight to ten? If he's gotten through six clean, um I, I I'm with you. He hasn't been phenomenal this season, um, but man, Kansas City definitely a spot for him to get right. You would he, think he so. He will be played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, again, like if you're Dylan Cease, like this is the spot you're kind of hoping for. I mean, you're hoping to get an offense that struggles, and you're hoping to you know get on get on get on the right foot. I guess would be the easiest way to say it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the strikeout, the strikeout stuff is still there, still at 26% K's still at 12% swinging strikes. He's just walking guys at a higher clip. He's had to face some tough matchups here going up against Tampa, the best team in the, the history of baseball. Um, I mean, just, this is the spot I'm just going to trust the talent and I'm going to play some Dylan C's and I'm not going to play Zach Greinke because I don't think I've played him in years um, coming off of his ceiling game and 44 pitches against Baltimore where he threw five innings, got 19 and a half points. I'm not playing Greinke. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Um, he, he gets the hard no today. Yeah, he's just uh, okay. like uh, there is going to be someone I'm going to find on this slate better than Zach Greinke. Um, I mean, gosh, the White Sox lineup has been a really, really bad this year. Will um, the only like positive part about the White Sox being bad this year is like they're really cheap going up against Zach Greinke today. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I. I like the White Sox today. I'm going to take them against Grinky. I think it's the right spot. They haven't been great, but I mean, they're just too cheap, Stevie. Like that's they're they're just too cheap. That, that's the only way I can say it. And perhaps they don't pick up steam, but I think by the end of the night, when people want to play Zach Gallon against my Miami, like the White Sox are just. They're like the optimal team right now. And so I, I think it depends on how much ownership the bottom of this order picks up with some of the secondary pieces. And then I think I think I'll start making some decisions around that once I see it, just to kind of get a feel for how much the general public is going to be on this team. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be popular. They're coming off of a big game on Sunday. Like um, Steven in chat just said, they scored 17 runs on Sunday. So um We'll see, but I mean, this is a great spot. If you think Cease is going to continue to struggle, do you take some shots here on Kansas City, or is this a spot you're just going to play Cease and not play um, Kansas City bets? Yeah, I don't think I'm playing Kansas City today. I think I'm just going to put push all the chips in on Cease and say, "Hey, buddy, today is your day," and uh, let let him go out and dominate. All right. That's kind of how I feel too, by the way. Um, Dodgers and Brewers, eight and a half total in this game. The I mean, it's a pick 'em line. We got Gonzalez against Peralta. Any interest here in Tony Gonzalez? Uh, no. I don't mind picking on Milwaukee with left-handed pitchers. I think that 
they're a better team overall against left-handed pitching than they are against right-handed pitching or a better team against right-handed pitching than they are against left-handed pitching, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, um, I said it backwards, but yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a spot where I don't trust the guy really going 10, 10 innings or 10. Oh my gosh. A hundred dude. I am so out of it today. hundred pitches. I don't think Gonzalez goes a no, hundred pitches. He's so. definitely not going a hundred. De- definitely not. Freddie Peralta, 8,600, facing one of the best offenses in baseball. Any interest in Peralta going up against the Dodgers? And, Stevie, like, the Dodgers, man, just watch, rinse, repeat. You look at this team, beginning of the season, and maybe they don't look as good on paper and they weren't playing as well, and then all of a sudden, like, the switch turns on and the young guys are hitting well, the old guys are hitting well. Um do I like Freddie? Yes. I don't like him in this spot. I, I can't play Freddie today. I just, I can't do it. Well, I want to see what his ownership is going to be before I answer this question. If Freddie Peralta is going to be like 10 to 15% at 8,600 on DraftKings and 10K, on, he's going to be really low on FanDuel at this price. Um, if he's just going to be someone that's overlooked because he's in a tough matchup, Dude, this is a guy that's capable of like 10 plus strikeouts. Um, he's capable of big games. I think this is more of like a ownership kind of thing. You know, I listen, I'll be the first to admit, I think the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. Um, but with that said, when Peralta's on, he can put up big games. So if he's going to be lower owned because he's facing the Dodgers, I don't mind, you know, taking some shots here. On Peralta at these price points. Well, you know what I'm going to do with Peralta. I'm going to, I'm going to stalk the, the sites and see where they kind of put him at for strikeouts today, because he may get a tick down because of the Dodgers. Like if he comes in at like something stupid, like I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think they're going to give us him at four and a half. He'll probably be at five and a half. That's my assumption. If they get Frog and give me four and a half early, like it's almost free. But anyway, I don't. I don't think we'll get that. I think he'll come in at five and a half. What if what he comes for? in closer, like six and a half? That was my initial thought. Not, then I'm, I'm I'm probably on the under, for what yeah. it's worth. Yeah. Just right off the right. top of my head, without looking at digging into anything. Dodgers bats. Any interest here in the Dodgers against Peralta? I mean, I, I don't want to stack this team. I think I'd be in one-off mode only. Like Muncie or Freeman or, you know, Outman or Mookie. Like, I'd just be in one-off mode because um, I don't think he's going to get blown up for what it's worth. I just – he's going to give up some runs, but I don't think he gets destroyed. So I don't I, I don't really want to play the Dodgers outside of one-off territory. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a spot I want to stack the Dodgers – you know, if they're going to be low on two because they're facing Peralta, maybe. Um, I mean, you can always take shots on Smith, Muncy. Altman has been fantastic this season. He yeah. has a high strikeout rate, but he's a guy that has shown a bunch of power. Um, Milwaukee side of this game, just because I don't want to play Gonzalez doesn't mean like I'm running to play Milwaukee. I mean, with Adamus being 5,100 and Yelich being 5K, it's just, it's really tough to pay these price tags for these guys. Um, maybe a one-off or a two-man, but I mean, I'm probably not going out of my way to play the 
the Brewers today. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it either. Um, I'm, I'm not like some big Gonsolin truther for what it's worth. Like, you know, he'll probably keep the ball in the ground some and maybe give up a run or two. I just think their upside is going to be limited, so I'm not playing them. All right, we got Stroman and Mikolas facing off in Wrigley. Eight and a half total. The Cubs, a 142 favorite. As always, when we're in Wrigley, I like to check the weather. Some potential rain, 55-degree weather, and winds blowing in at 13 miles an hour for Wrigley today. It's like borderline. Um, I mean, it matters. Any kind of wind in Wrigley matters at ballpark. Any interest in Mikolas here at 6K? No. Yeah, I mean, the price is, I won't lie, the price is somewhat intriguing for Mikolas. He just really hasn't shown any ability to strike anybody out this year. He's giving up a high Woba to both sides of the plate. I mean, this is a guy that kind of lives off of control. And outside of the last start, I mean, he's just been a guy that's really struggled with command. So I think this is a spot I'm not going to play him. Um, I mean, the conditions potentially really good for pitchers. Going to the other side of this game, Stroman, 8,800. Any interest in him here? No, not against St. Louis. Like, listen, lefties, I've, I've been attacking him a little bit with lefties. I'm not doing it with righties. I, I, I can't do it, Stevie. Uh, he, he, he sits in the shelf today. Listen, Cardinals have just been bad in general. Let's be honest. Um this is a team that should be leading this division. And I think they're at like what, 11, 14 wins, something like that. Like they're, they're off to, they're struggling a little bit. So um, I don't think I want to play Stroman today. I will say that Stroman has been above average this year and generating ground oh, yeah. balls. Um, Absolutely. He has some strikeout ability. The price tag is just, I don't think the price tag is that favorable. Um, think i think he's okay in large field stuff like if you're running a bunch of teams and you're just looking for someone in this range um that's why like i really kind of want to see like peralta's ownership um i think we might see some like ownership on desclafani who we'll talk about here in a little while as well um so i just kind of want to feel out ownership today um in this like mid-tier ish range um because we have some options we have some potential options and you know we talked about c's we're going to talk about brown you know we got zach gollin who's probably the top pitcher on the slate um who we're going to talk about here in a minute as well so uh, it's very interesting overall with stroman the weather could potentially be good 12 mile an hour winds blowing in potentially good cold i mean potentially good weather for stroman but he's not really a fly ball guy so how much is he really going to be affected by the wind um bats in this game anything that you like here for the cardinals yeah that's the thing i, I don't want to play the cardinals today stevie like we know Strowman's going to keep the ball on the ground i mean he's pretty much a sinker guy mostly so i i, I don't feel like st louis is going to light him up i just i don't think i don't know if enough strikeouts will be there for Strowman to have an upside game like i think this game like his most recent game against washington stevie i think sums up kind of where i think he'll end up somewhere in the five to six innings range. And I think anywhere from four to five strikeouts. And I mean, he ends up with, you know, may, maybe, you know, he gives up a run or two just off, you know, Babbitt or something like that. And I think that's where he ends up 15 to 
18 fantasy points. And I just, I think I can get more from other places. So that, that's, you know, oh no, I'm not playing Stroman, not playing St. Louis because they kind of neutralize each other out of the equation. I mean, the weather's just not going to be great for hitting. Um, yeah. We got a lot of, you know, ground ball hitters in general anyway in this lineup. So uh, Cubbies against Mikolas. I mean, he has really struggled this year. The weather is somewhat concerning. Like if we had a little bit better weather, I still think I have some slight interest in guys like, you know, Bellinger, Hap, um, Velasquez. If he's in there, he has been hitting um, pretty well since he got called up. Um, I think the Cubs might be like, a, like potential secondary stack. I don't know if I full stack them. I definitely don't mind them as one-offs. They're just kind of on the a fringe. And like, if the weather was better, man, I'd be all over this. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't hate the Cubs. Um, once again, Miklas is not somebody I'm I'm afraid of. I think if I'm playing the Cubs today, it's many stacks. Steve. Like you said, secondary, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. Like a guy like Nico Horner, um, you know, he's been, he's been okay this season. Um, you know, Patrick Wisdom, he, he's a guy that could absolutely hit it out of the park. Here's the, the big issue, though, Stevie. These prices, like they're – the guys you want to play are so expensive, it just kind of takes me off of them. Like Horner, Wisdom, you know, maybe Cody Bellinger. Like all, all the guys I want to play just feel priced up for, for a rough weather spot. It's for hitting. So that's what I think will keep me off of them. Got that good old-fashioned two-hour break in between games today. We got Houston going to L.A. to take on the Angels. So we started with four games that kick off between 7 and 7.40 Eastern, and then we go to 9.40 Eastern game. So we got a nine total in this game. Brown against Sandoval Brown, a 120 favorite here going up against L.A. He's 9,200. He has shown some strikeout ability this year. Any interest here in Hunter Brown? I think in tournaments I take some shots, but but large field, not necessarily three entry max for me. I think, but in large field, I think I take some shots on Brown just in case. You know, he has one of those games. Like for instance, we saw him go out and, and kind of dominate Tampa Bay uh, at Tampa, which nice pitchers park, obviously, but seven innings, eight Ks, and then of course we saw him struggle in Atlanta, who, who where he got the strikeouts, but he just gave up too many runs. So. The moral of this story, Steve, is the strikeouts will be there. Does he not give up the runs to hit the upside? And so that's why I think, you know, for me, I, I don't feel like the Angels offense is as good as Atlanta or Tampa Bay right now. Um, not they're bad. I'm saying they're just not as good. So I, I think I want to take some shots in, in large field for sure. I'm with you. I mean, if you can get through Trout Otani um, – there's this lineup is beatable. Um, Rendon, yep. his power is way down right now. Like he's doing a great job of like putting the ball in play and being patient at the plate. Um, but I mean, this guy's going to walk a couple guys, but his strikeout ability is what we're intrigued by in this matchup overall. So I don't mind Hunter Brown today by any means. Um, Sandoval, he's been okay. I mean, he, he's been really, like, serviceable this year. Um, what are your thoughts at this price going up against this Houston team? I think – so, Steven, what's what's interesting this season to me is a lot of teams are like a tale of two cities. So here's what I mean by that. So Houston, right? You look at Houston against 
righties, my God, like the K rates, Steve, have been like atrocious. It, it's so bad. Then you move over to lefties and you're like, well, they're much better. And 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 it's kind of been the same for a lot of teams around the league. Like their platoon splits have been so massive. I can't play Sandoval today. Like, I, I think I'm interested in, in some Houston stacks. Like, if Houston's getting off, they're getting off on Sandoval today. Um, so I, I I don't want to play Sandoval. Lowest strikeout rate in baseball this season as a team against left-handed pitching. It's crazy. Houston. So, um, I mean, and you look at, like, the advanced stats for Patrick Sandoval, and they're not great. I mean, his XFIP is two points higher than his ERA, 18% Ks, 11% walks. Um, struggling to get lefties out, which as a left-handed pitcher, you, you know, should be able to use that like slider and generate, you know, some outs against lefties. And he hasn't done a great job with that. And I mean, Alvarez and Tucker, they have plenty of power uh, against left-handed pitching. So I think I, I pass on Sandoval today. Um, I think it's like ceiling is like 25, which isn't terrible at 6,900. Like I'd lock that in immediately. Um, let's talk bats. The Houston bats. Um, what are your thoughts on Houston here? Yeah, I'm interested today, Stevie. I'm even interested in, in Mr. Single Jose Abreu at 3,600. Like, I, I think this is a team I want to stack, including Alvarez, including Tucker. Um, uh, I, I, I like them in, in this spot. Like, like I said, they've been struggling against righties, but against lefties, man, they've been really good um you know Bregman doesn't have the the power right now but even Alvarez 31 percent K rate but 278 ISO Jose Abreu really low ISO but low K rate Tucker 11 percent K rate low ISO Jeremy Pena 344 ISO 8.3 percent K rate he looks really good I, I like this team I'm definitely going to be stacking Houston top to bottom and getting creative yeah, I don't mind uh, Houston stack here. They're not my favorite, but um, I think they're very playable. They have some interesting guys. Um, and we should, like we potentially, I, I say, I, I won't say should, but we are potentially getting Chaz McCormick back um, from the IL here. And he's a guy that hits left-handed pitching really well. So um, that's helpful for this team. Yeah. As as far as the Angels go, I mean, Trout and Otani are so expensive. It's like, hey, how do you really one off these guys? <laughs> so, um, those are the two guys that I would play if you are, I mean, doing some type of draft or something. But they're so expensive to actually fit them into your lineups. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more, my brother. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Texas at Seattle. We got Gray and Gilbert facing off against each other this this game. Seven and a half total. Mariners are 175 favorites. Um... John Gray, 7,700, really just hasn't put together a good start. Um, he looked He's okay. Yeah, I mean, he looked okay against Baltimore the first game of the season, but he just really hasn't looked the same since. Yeah, I Steve, I think I think John Gray's either hurt or, like, worn down or something. Like, because so, – so, for me, it's one thing if you're getting the Ks, but you're kind of giving up runs. But he's not getting the Ks. And he's given up runs. Like I, I, I'm not playing John Gray at all. Yeah, I mean, so before we got started, I always like to look through stuff and like try to find something that is missing. And I haven't looked at like vertical vertical movement and stuff yet. But I mean, this is a guy last season overall averaged 96 miles an hour on his fastball. He's down one tick. He's down 95 miles an hour on average right now. Um, I don't like looking at that. I need to look at like vertical movement and stuff, but I mean, the velocity being down one tick shouldn't equal like the, the massive decrease in strikeouts for John Gray this season. We know Seattle's a strikeout team, but I mean, I, I can't warrant playing John Gray right now. Six X FIP, 14 and a half percent K's, 11% walks, 407 Woba to lefties. Like he, has a higher walk rate than strikeout rate and giving up 47% of hard contact to lefties. And there's enough lefties in this lineup for me to be like, no, I can't do it. Gilbert at 9K. I think Gilbert picks up some ownership today. Big favorite at home, low total. Um, I'll be honest, Willie's not my favorite. I, I think that he's going to get some ownership and he's not my favorite play today. No, not at all. So, okay, so let, let's go back. Stevie, once again, we have another team that is a tale of two cities. Like, I feel like that's been the theme of this whole season. Stevie, lefties, Texas, K-rates through the roof, including Marcus Simeon, which is which was extremely alarming to me as I've gone through this, this season. Stevie, to righties, though, not just not the same. Simeon, 12% K-rate. Grossman, 22%. Uh, Nate Lowe, 19%. Adalas Garcia, of all people, 21 Now, Jung is a lot higher to righties than he is to lefties. Lefties, he's been crushing it. Righties, not so much. Josh Heim, 20.5. Duran, 21.1. Like, th- th- this team just doesn't strike out as much to right-handed pitching this season. I, I like Gilbert. I don't love Gilbert, and I'm with you. I think Gilbert's ownership might be too high. And if that's the case, He's getting the fade completely. Yeah, I mean it's a it's more of an ownership. I mean, the guy is sitting at 29.5% K's this season. His walk rate's five percent, his XFIP's 3.2. I mean, he's everything that we like to look at um in a pitcher. He has strikeout upside, he's good command, he's not walking guys, he's not getting blown up. Um, he's had a couple games where he hasn't pitched extremely well, but I mean, just something something screams high ownership for me right um, and is. i'm not and i'm not always good at judging ownership the night before but i've been doing this long enough to feel like 
he's going to get some ownership in this game. And I mean, you mentioned Texas, all those stats against righties. They're fifth in WRC plus this season against right-handed pitching. Um, they have one of the highest hard hit rates against right-handed pitching this season. I mean, they're hitting, they're hitting, they're hitting, they're hitting, they're hitting. So um, as far as Texas bats, I think just being off of Gilbert is enough. Um, but if you did want to, if you did want to play some of these guys, I mean, low Garcia, Simeon, Heim um, would be the three or so that I'd be looking at. And then like, I, I think, you know, if you're looking for a full on stack, then, you know, I, I think it would be Jong, but I'm not probably full stacking Texas here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. Like I'm, I'm just probably going to fade Gilbert because, I feel like perhaps the massive upside game may not be there. I don't think Texas is going to get to him and just rock him for what it's worth. Um, similar to how I feel about the Dodgers um, today. So I, I, I'm not really rushing to stack Texas, um, but I'm also not playing Gilbert. All right, um, Seattle. I, man, I think Seattle is a sneaky stack today. Yep. Um, yep. John Gray is a big, big enough name that I feel like you could potentially get lower ownership here on Seattle. And if he continues to struggle, man, um, I don't see why we wouldn't be looking at a Seattle stack here. Yeah, love the Seattle stack today, Steve. I'm big time in on the Seattle stack. Uh, Kalenic. Hernandez, even these guys have been striking out, like get inject this team into my veins because here's the one thing, Steve, it's the great equalizer. They strike out a lot, but John Gray isn't striking out anyone right now. So this this should give them a chance to hit some balls. I think I think we'll get a couple meatballs across the plate because uh, obviously John Gray is having location issues getting hit like this. Um, and I did, I did kind of dig into him on Baseball Savant one day. I just I don't remember what my findings are because I was looking at him for that day. But um, I, my assumption is he's going to have some location problems again in this game. I don't think he's fixed it because he hasn't fixed it all season. And I, I think, you know, we're a couple swings away from this team breaking this late wide open Eugenio Suarez in the game. So I, I like this team. Definitely going to be stacking Seattle. Um, I think this is a good spot for them against John Gray, who's been struggling big time. Um, the guy they called up end of last month, Taylor Trammell. Yes. Two home runs, both against righties. Um, he's cheap. And if you're doing like a wraparound stack, I like the lefties here, clinic. And uh, I mean, just any, any bat really like Jose Rodriguez is always someone that I love to play, but I, I like the lefties clinic, Riley Crawford, Trammell, um, and then whoever kind of cracks the lineup. So, all right, we're cruising today, man. We only got two games left. It feels like we're cruising. Um, oh, Miami and Arizona. That's where we're going. All right, eight and a half total in this game. Diamondbacks a 225 favorite. We got Garrett and Gallon facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Braxton Garrett? Uh, I, I don't I don't think so, Stevie. Um, it's I mean, the price is cheap. Um, Arizona, man, they're just a pesky team. Like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. Even at fifty six, like he's borderline, but I, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Like, 
it's, it's just we got enough pitching for me to not have to play Braxton Garrett today, for what it's worth. Um, they strike out against lefties, but I just th- – this is a conundrum for me. Like, in my heart, I want to play him. In my head, I'm saying no. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fair. Um, I'm – I was trying to pull up to see if the roof was going to be open for this, this game. This, this price is what has him has me thinking about it. Like yeah. if he was seventy eight hundred, the answer would be just absolutely no. At fifty six hundred, it's like, can he get fifteen fantasy points today? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest, but he's cheap. So like, if you could go out and get, you know, his seventeen, he put up a seventeen against this team earlier this year. Um, if you go up and put up seventeen again, I mean. That definitely is is fine. Um, face Atlanta back to back, got absolutely shelled in the fifth inning against Atlanta last time out. Just, I, I mean, was not a good day for him. So let me say this, Steve. Or second uh, inning was it the second inning? One of the like, I think it was the second inning. He got absolutely shelled. I mean, we talked about it. Um, maybe I, I think in in deep in in large field tournaments, especially if you're running one fifty. Or anything close to that, I think you get a sprinkle. I, I don't think you fade him in large field. Like I, I wouldn't play him in single entry or three entry max. Large field, I think you play him for the yeah. price. It it really just comes down to the Arizona lineup, I think, for me today. Because I mean, he has been really good against left-handed hitters. So if they leave, you know, four or five lefties in this lineup, take some shots. If they throw eight righties at him, I won't take shots. Uh, Zach Gallen on the other side of this game, coming off of a rough start, um, really his first rough start since the beginning of the season. Um, dude, he's getting Miami, and this is a team that traded him away. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the top pitcher on the slate today. Yeah, I, I just play Zach Gallen, man. I'm not overthinking this one. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. so, Stevie, gosh, this is the theme of this show. Tale of two cities for the Miami Marlins. Against righties, they're awful. Lefties, they're a problem. Like, so Zach Gallon, man, he top pitcher on the day. Load him up. He's probably going to come out at six and a half to seven and a half strikeouts today. And I'm going to hate it because, man, it'd be nice to just get him. Six and a half, I think I'm still in on the over. Seven and a half, I'm, I'll pause. Um, he's a good alt candidate on the sports books, like getting them at six strikeouts rather than maybe seven and a half. I think that's, I think that's going to be a good line. It'll probably be around minus 400 or something. You can take that and parlay it with some other stuff to get the plus money. Either way, I'm just kind of talking through that, but Zach Gallon top pitcher on the slate, no doubt about it. Plug him in. Just, I think this is one of those spots. You just don't overthink it. Yeah. Like, yeah, the guy's coming in with a 2.25 xFIP and a 34% K rate, facing one of the worst teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. High strikeouts, low power. This is a don't overthink it spot, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I have no interest. I have no interest in the Miami bats. The only guy that I would really take some shots on is Jazz, and he's way too expensive. Yes. Arizona is interesting. Um, I, I mean, you can you can play right-handed bats against Garrett. He that's where his biggest struggle has been this season. So a guy like Walker, or Gary L, um, they make a lot of sense. I would assume that Evan Longoria cracks the lineup here. Um, if Emmanuel Rivera hits in a decent lineup spot, he's playable. My only like throwback here is like 
Arizona will pinch it, guys. Um, so if the game does stay close, you know, you have to worry about that. But I don't really like overall mind any right-handed bat for Arizona today. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I definitely think it's a spot you can stack the Arizona bats. Once again, I'm not thrilled about Garrett, but the price I think is a little bit too cheap for this spot where this team does. They're not as good against left-handed pitching as they are against right-handed pitching right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Arizona is just kind of a, a stack team for me. Um, like if I'm going to play them, I'm just going to commit to the stack yep. and, and build it up. Yep. Yep, no issues with that whatsoever. Perdomo, I mean, he's just having a phenomenal season. So. Oh, man. We, man, we cruise to this slate. We got the last one here. We got Washington at San Francisco, eight and a half total. The Giants, a minus 250 favorite. We got Irvin against Descalfani. Any interest here in Jake Irvin? I mean,. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't, I don't think so. He, he's borderline. That's what I'm thinking through this. Like he, he's 5K. If we get anything between 80 and 90 pitches, that's fair, right? And then the question is, you know, do we think he can strike out enough guys? I, I don't think the answer is yes. I think it's a fade, even at 5K. I think I just play Garrett instead. That's where I'm at. Yeah, the Giants strike out a bunch, but they also hit the ball um, yeah. really far. So yeah. they have the third highest ISO. They have the third most home runs this season against right-handed pitching. Um, they are a team that uh, you just don't want to mess with right-handed pitching against that don't have like big strikeout rates. And looking through, I mean, this is a guy that in double A last season had a 25% K rate. Really in double A, you want to see that number at like 35%. Triple um, A, He's throwing 22 innings and he has a 20% K rate. And I mean, he really doesn't grade out to be like a, a fantastic pitcher. Giants, one of my favorite stacks on the slate today. Um, so no interest in Irvin for me. If this game was in any other ballpark, I would be way overweight on the Giants. I'm probably still going to be way overweight on the Giants, but uh, Descafani on the other side of this game, Washington. I mean, they just continue to be an awful offense um 72 wrc plus lowest in baseball against right-handed pitching the only problem is they're just they're not striking out at a, a, a high clip they're at 20 percent. i think this is a spot we could see like a maddox i think we could see like descafani go out and throw a nine inning complete game shutout in like 92 to 95 pitches yeah, with like four strikeouts like that but yeah, but, but but enough that's worth it he'd get the yeah. 30 fantasy points that way like I, Stevie, once again, this was like the defining moment for me with the Washington Nationals. I know we got to go, but once again, I'll repeat this. I've said on this show, but it's just, it's how this team has been operating. No outs, three men on, and they score zero runs in that situation. Like 
zero, no sacrifice. Like any team in that situation at least gets the sack fly, Steve. Zero runs. They grounded into a double play and then a ground out. It was incredible. I said, I can't believe this. Three men on, no outs, no runs. That's the Washington Nationals. They're not going to strike out, but they just can't score. And I'm with you on this, Stefani. He he's at the top of the list, which is why you know him and him and Gallon are probably going to be the 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 pair du jour, I think, on this slate or something close to that. And so we'll see how kind of I guess how it how it works out with the uh, with the ownership. But once again, I, I do I do think uh, Descafani's in play today for sure. Um, Stark bats. Any interest in the Washington bats here? No. Yeah, just there's no upside. Zero. I mean, oh my gosh. Do you want to the lineup right now? Do you want to guess the highest ISO against right-handed pitching? One thirty-one. You're close. Um, Candelario is at one ninety-one with a two ninety-seven boba. <laughs> Nobody else is over one fifty against right-handed oh, pitching this gosh, season. So they just bad. they hit the ball on the ground fifty-two percent of the time. Yeah, they, they need to go back to the uh, to the money ball drawing board. They're on the rebuilding side. We know that. But, I mean, they're not good. Uh, is there anybody I – was, I was thinking about this earlier today. Is there anybody that you think gets moved from Washington here? Like, I don't even know if they have anybody. Like, maybe Josiah Gray would be, like, valuable to somebody. I don't think they get rid of Mackenzie Gore. Um, because of like how what he is and who he is and stuff like that, but I can't even think like of anybody else that like is on this team who would actually like, hey, we want this guy. <laughs> kind of that's a, just that's how bad they are this year. Maybe some yeah. bullpen arms. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. And I, and, and like you said, a goal would probably be the guy, but they just got him from San Diego, so I. I mean, Trevor Williams, maybe I don't know. Nah, I don't think I don't think I don't think anybody actually wants Trevor unless they were getting him to move him to the bullpen, which he, he wouldn't want to do. A good friend of the show, Stephen Jones says maybe Manessas, which he, he he was good last year's okay this year. I, I don't I don't see it. Yeah. Uh thoughts here on the Giants bats. Uh Steve, I mean, I think you know it's just this is another one of those stat spots. Like, you know, Irvin, I mean, his walk rates so far this season through the roof. Um, you know, and like I said, he he's young, like he hasn't had a whole lot of plate appearances, but I don't I don't see this game being any better than the first performance. So um definitely stat San Francisco today. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, Giants. Like I said, they're one of my favorite teams um, on this slate overall. Hanniger, Jock Peterson, uh, Strada, uh, Blake Sobel, if he's in there. Um, Conforto's having kind of a down year, so I'm not as high on Conforto, but I think he's even playable. Wade is playable. Um, I'm I'm very high on the Giants today. The Washington bullpen's not great either. Um, they're a bottom ten bullpen this season, so. This seems like a really good spot for the Giants today. Um, it's just this ballpark. So, all right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Under eight thousand to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Uh, I'm going with JP Sears. 
he can get the strikeouts and still give up the runs. I'm going with nobody. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. I, he was the best option. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody down here gets six or more strikeouts. Um, if I, for the sake of the game, had to pick someone to get there, I would probably say Miles Mikolas. But I, I again, I'm not playing him today. Um, I, I feel very confident in saying nobody. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Um, I'm going bold here, Stevie. You're going to take my guy. G- give me Nestor Cortez. You took my guy. I knew you right when you said I'm going bold. I'm like, he's going to take my guy. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Dang it, man. Give me Marcus Stroman, I guess. I like it. I don't. I like, I like Cortez better. Over 4,000 to go yard today. Who's hitting a home run? Listen, I, I talked about this earlier in the show. Hopefully people were listening. One of my top guys I've been playing all year, Glaber Torres, 4,600 going yard. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I'm going to go Jeremy Pena going yard off of Sandoval today. Um, I like the Astros as a, a sneaky stack. I don't know if they'll necessarily be sneaky. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's your chief bat today? Uh, I'm going to stay in that same game, Stevie. A guy that also that also I talked about. I do really like this stack today. Give me DJ LeMahieu, 3,900. All right. I'm going Brent Roker because everyone already knew that was coming. Anyway, so stack to score six or more runs today. Who do you got? Well, I think we somewhat talked about this team a little bit, Stevie, or at least I did. Um, I like this team against lefties. Give me the Houston Astros. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. Like looking at the advanced stats for for Sandoval, I like that. I'm going Giants. I really like yeah. the Giants today. Um, I like that call. They're gonna they're gonna get to bring us home today. I, I think like we're gonna be talking about morning grind tomorrow, and um, I think we're gonna be talking about the Giants um, going off while we're recording tomorrow night. So. Will, always a pleasure. Tell the people what you got going on Monday through Friday and where they can check it out. Yeah, man. So, look, we got the Take Your Pickle podcast. I'm on Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. in the a.m. Come check us out. Having a ton of fun. It's it's a very short show, about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I just talk a couple plays that I like on the pickup site. If you come in, you have questions, I will definitely try to get to those typically giving out anywhere from three to five plays and uh, hopefully help you make some, some money along the way on the season. Right now we are in terms of plays, right versus wrong. We are 11 and eight and uh, let's hopefully if we can get a sweep going tomorrow, we can continue to crush it. So uh, hopefully everybody's enjoying the show and uh, come hang out. All right. Yeah. Go hang out, go support the man. And also, subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. And tell your friends. Tell your mom to subscribe. She's my friend, too. Thank you, Mom. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.